Welcome to Jammin' with Jason Mefford, a show where we discuss topics relevant to chief audit executives and professionals in audit, risk, and compliance. We discuss the technical and soft skills needed to navigate the minefields of organizations. You hear best practices and practical advice for helping you advance your career, and we'll even talk about music, mindfulness, and psychology, because we can. So sit back and relax while you listen to the number one podcast in the world for internal auditors, unscripted and unedited. Welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jason. Hey, welcome back, my friends, uh, to another week. Uh, Glad to be back with you again now. Um, I know that uh, things around the world are a little crazy right now, and a lot of you may be feeling a bit chaotic. Uh, You know, there's lots of things going on. In fact, I live in California, and uh, we're currently under the governor of the state of California, actually asked all of us, or more than asked us to all stay at home uh, for the next little while. And I know there's things like this that are going on all over the world, and a lot of it may be, may be causing you some fear, uh, feel like you're kind of in a little chaotic time, and that's why I wanna talk about this today. I don't wanna talk about the fear side of it or things like that because when things like this happen, what you need to focus on is the present, what you can actually control, and just release what you can't control. But especially since, you know, a lot of my people are chief audit executives. I want, I want to specifically talk this week about leadership in times of chaos. Because, you know, it's really easy to be a leader when everything is just going great, right? People are just doing what they need to be doing, and it's actually pretty easy to be a leader. It's harder to be a leader during some of these chaotic or crisis periods. And I think what you've already been able to see is who some of the leaders are and who really are not leaders. And so I want to start off talking a little bit about uh, what it means to be a leader and especially how to lead, uh, you know, this is whether this is your family, you know, if you're a chief audit executive, how to lead your team, if you're managing or supervising others how to help lead them as well through some of these chaotic times. Now, I have a real affinity for Mr. Rogers. And I remember, you know, one of the things that he used to say is, when things are hard, we look for helpers, right? So when things are hard, we look for the helpers. Well, that's the first thing that leaders are. Leaders actually help people. Okay, there's the whole whole concept around servant leadership that you've probably heard of, but real leaders actually serve and help their people. They're not in it for themselves. They're not selfish. They're actually there to help. And so again, in times of, of crisis or chaos, a lot of times people need help. And there's different ways that we can help, but a lot of times that ends up being in some of the emotional things that we can do as well. We're gonna talk a little bit about that um, as we go through here. So leaders need to be helping. 
Now, real leaders actually help calm people down. You know, a lot of times in these chaos and crisis times, as I said before, a lot of people are very fearful and they're really kind of freaking out, okay? A real leader helps people to calm down. Now, when I say that, you're probably going to see or certain people are going to pop into your mind of people that are quote unquote leaders or saying they're leaders, but they're actually scaring people and putting more fear into them. That is not what a leader does during this time. A leader tries to help people calm down, to reduce that fear, and to try to return things back to normal as quickly as possible, right? So again, you know, in some of your instances from a, from a business perspective, right? Most of you are probably at home or working remotely, uh, and so that's not normal for you. And so again, as a leader of a group that now all of a sudden is working remotely, you need to try to calm people's fears, you know, help people work through any of the technical things and figure out as soon as possible, how are we going to do business now differently? So I'm just using remote work as an example, but to try to calm people's fears down and get them through this period of change as quickly as possible so that things can go back to normal, right? Most of the time when we feel fear, it's because our subconscious brain is afraid that we're literally going to die, okay? And that happens usually when we get out of our normal routine or normal behaviors. And so that's why, again, in times of chaos or crisis, you know, a lot of the fear sets into people. So as leaders, the quicker we can actually help people get back to some sense of normalcy, the more that fear can kind of reduce and people kind of get back into a normal uh, course that they're actually going through, okay? Another thing that leaders do is they communicate. You know, don't leave your people in the dark at this point. Communicate to them often. Uh, communicate to them in the way that they need to hear it. And again, you know, but don't over communicate. And I'm sure some of you have probably felt that this week, right? You're getting emails from everybody, uh, you know, trying to communicate and show what they're doing to help you and all that stuff. And too much communication can also be a problem. So you have to kind of find that right balance on how much to communicate and actually to communicate with your people. You know, because really a leader's job is to help inspire and, and help people see the future. And so again, I have lived long enough, my friends, uh, to have lived through a housing crisis in the 70s. Uh, and my family owned a construction company, and that was a big deal for us. Uh, you know, to live through a recession in the 90s, uh, to live through the dot-com bubble, um, you know, the Enron WorldCom, uh, you know, September 11th issues, the 2008 recession, Y2K, on and on and on. I've lived through a lot of these things, and here's what I know. We're going to get through this. There are going to be some things that are a little bit different in the short term. There may be some things that are a little bit different going forward long term as well. But one thing about human beings is we are very resilient. And so we find a way, we learn how to adapt, 
and we adapt and move forward. Now, those of you that are leaders, leaders of yourself and leaders of, of teams, those of you that can do, again, a good job of trying to help people get through that change process, you're going to be better off quicker than the other people that just kind of get stuck in that fear. Okay, so, so again, those are kind of some characteristics or some things that a leader uh, should be doing uh, during these times of crisis and chaos. Now, I just want to share a story with you because, you know, several years ago uh, when I was still a chief audit executive and a chief risk officer at a company, um, we had, it was a different event, but it was still an event that had a big impact on our organization. And here's what happened. You know, in California, we don't, we don't have a lot of the different natural disasters, but we do have earthquakes, uh, we do have fires, and then that often leads to mudslides when we have rain. So those are a lot of kind of the natural disaster things that we have to be thinking about. And so our corporate headquarters actually uh, backed up to kind of an open space area where there was, there was nothing. It kind of went up over a hill and, and there was nothing kind of in that area behind the parking garage at our headquarters. And it was a year, uh, you know, many, many years ago when we actually had quite a few fires down here in Southern California. This would have been back probably around 2010-ish uh, timeframe, about 10 years ago. And uh, I, I remember, you know, I was, I, I actually was out of town. I had left on, um, I think it was, you know, Sunday morning to fly out to wherever I had to be uh, that week. And I remember getting some messages from people because there were fires in the area of our headquarters. And we actually had some people that were in the office working on that Saturday. And um, all of a sudden the fire started coming towards the corporate offices. So it came over the top of the hill. And so there they were actually taking, uh, you know, video and photos with their phones and actually sharing it with people. So on, on, on that Saturday, we knew that we had an issue, right? This was a big event for our company because our company headquarters were at risk, okay? And so, you know, of course, as a leadership team, we had to kind of decide what was going to happen. We met together and, um, you know, the CEO at the time didn't really want to address the situation. So again, even though fire was, was coming in, you know, we're telling people in our building to evacuate, he didn't really want to address the issue of what do we do about Monday morning when it's time to come back to work. And so we talked about it. He chose to stay silent on it. He didn't, he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't want to set any kind of precedent. And so for the whole company, all of our employees that went to that, to that facility we're left kind of to wonder, do I come into work or do I not come into work on Monday? Now, I knew this, I knew what was going on. So what do you think I did on Sunday? I called all the people in my team and said, I'm out of town. I know you're in town. Don't go into the office, at least on Monday and Tuesday. Stay at home, work at home, We'll reassess on Tuesday and see whether we go back into the office on Wednesday. I chose to be a leader to my team 
even though the CEO didn't want to step up and be a leader for the rest of the company. So here's how it played out. You know, the fire continued to come in. It, it stopped at our parking garage. Our building wasn't affected. But Monday morning, the employees who tried to get into work, it took them hours to get into work because they had to try to get through all the barricades and the, and, and the fire emergency people and everything else. When they got to work and we realized, you know, the people who were actually there realized what poor air quality there was because literally you could still see ash floating down uh, to the ground. You could see ash in the sky. It was very smoky. It was hard to breathe. And so then at that point, of course, you know, the CEO had to close the office and send everybody home after the first hour or two. Now, what that did was it wasted a bunch of people's time. It put people in harm's way when, again, he should have stood up and been the leader on Saturday and Sunday morning to say, the office is closed for two or three days until we figure out what's going on. So as you can see, as I was talking about what kind of the characteristics of a leader is, you can see how that plays out, how either you can make the good decisions or the bad decisions in how you're trying to lead in a time of, of crisis and chaos. Now, I understand it. I get it. A lot of leaders, when these things are going on, they would prefer to just shirk back and not have to make a decision. But I'm sorry, my friends, that is one of the worst things you can do as a leader because the leader has to make a decision and has to lead when it's time to lead. If you're not willing to do that, you're probably in the wrong position in your organization. Okay, so either step forward and actually be a leader uh, or find a different job, okay? Because the reality is people are looking for the helpers. They're looking for the leaders when these things happen. And if you don't show up as a leader, they're gonna know that you're not a leader and they're not gonna follow you anymore. Okay, now, next step that I kinda wanted to talk through. So that's kind of, again, some of the characteristics or things of leaders. But here's a reality as well, as, as having been a leader for many, many, many years, um, when you are spending all of your energy taking care of others, helping others, sometimes our internal batteries get drained. And so what ends up happening is, you know, some of the leaders end up getting overworked. They feel the stress as well, even though they're not showing it to the people that they're leading because they're trying to internalize it. But at some point, they actually have to deal with some of that issue. Because if you don't take basic care of yourself while you're taking care of others, eventually you will burn yourself out. And it leads to all kinds of health issues and mental health issues as well uh, if you are not doing that. So if you are a leader, again, during this time, here's some things that you can do to try to help take care of yourself while you're helping your people as well. So one thing is just to talk to somebody. You know, a lot of times as a leader, we feel alone. Uh, we feel uncomfortable or embarrassed maybe to admit that we're, we're suffering from some of those same fears or stresses that other people are. But you know what, folks? You're human. Now, you can't go to your people, you know, and, and tell them you have to be the strong one 
to be able to help support and give strength to your people, but there's others either in the organization or outside of the organization. This is when a community comes in, right? And so again, you know, if, if you don't have that support as a chief audit executive in your organization, that's what the chief audit executive forum is for. That's why people like me are here is to actually help provide support to executives through coaching and other means if they don't have someplace else to go, right? And so again, talk to somebody, right? If you're a chief audit executive and you're struggling and you need somebody to talk to, reach out to me. I've actually you know, blocked off some time the next few weeks to be able to take more calls with chief audit executives who are struggling and need to talk. If you don't talk it out, you end up going crazy in your head. Okay, and having coached and worked with lots of people over the years, folks, you know, you may think that you're strong and you can handle it, but eventually it will bring you down. It will burn you out if you don't go through the steps that you need to. And one of those is just talk to somebody, okay? If you don't have people that are close to you that can do that, like I said, if you're a chief audit executive, reach out to me and I'll make time for you. Now, another thing, and this is something that everybody can do, just remember to breathe, okay? And I, you know, I talk about mindfulness, I talk about trying to be present. And I know when I do that, a lot of times people think, oh, Jason, you're an artsy fartsy, you know, hippie dippy whip, you know, hippie from California. No, <laughs> it's because folks, this is the way that your brain actually works. And having spent decades studying neurobiology and psychology, we all need to breathe. Okay, so taking some time to actually breathe, doing simple breathing exercises where you just sit down, you know, for a minute at a time and close your eyes and just breathe deeply in and out and try not to think about anything. Just focus on your breathing in and out slowly for a few minutes will end up reducing a lot of that stress and anxiety that you may be feeling. Now, if you're already into meditation or into prayer, you know, this also is a good time for it. Kind of the difference between prayer and meditation is praying. If, if you're a religious person and pray is asking for things, meditating is actually just sitting and listening and trying to get a response. And so again, there's different formal ways of doing that. I've got lots of information about that in, in some of the other podcasts that I do as well. But this is a good time. In times of crisis, is a good time to take time to breathe and to meditate. Now, some other things that you can do as well. I know many of you are probably kind of locked in your house like I am. And some of you may be thinking, oh my goodness, this sucks. You know, I can't believe I can't go anywhere. And oh, you go stir crazy in your house. Instead of thinking about the negative side of this, think about the opportunities, okay? Because you're probably at home, because you don't have all of those meetings at work that you normally do, you have some free time to spend with your family, uh, you know, and, and do things with your family, actually have quality time there. But you can also do other things. This is a great time to read, okay? And some of you may say, well, I can't go to the bookstore and buy a book. Well, you should have books around your house already. And if you don't, there's a thing called ebooks, right? Amazon sells lots of ebooks. You can download them 
and actually get caught up on some reading. Now is a good time to get to take an opportunity to actually read or do things like listen to podcasts. Obviously, you're listening to this one. There's lots of other great podcasts out there that can help you learn um, as well. This is a great opportunity to do it. You know, if there's certain things you'd like to learn that you've been putting off, now's the time to do it. You know, again, whether that's just kind of researching certain things or if it's actually going through some formal trainings. Now, you know, some of you may be saying, but all the trainings have gotten canceled. All the conferences have gotten canceled. No, they haven't. All the virtual ones, like what we've been doing with C-Risk Academy for the last four years, it's all still there virtually online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can just log onto your computer and go through courses, right? So there's plenty of opportunities for you to take advantage <coughs> of this extra time to do some of those things that you haven't been doing or that you quote unquote, haven't had enough time to do for the next few weeks, you're gonna have some extra time. So take the opportunity. Instead of focusing on the negative side of being home, focus on some of the positive side and the opportunities that you have with that. Now, some other things that you can do as well. I talked about breathing and meditating, especially, you know, again, if you're feeling, you know, stressful or anxious, these are some good things to do. Here's another fun thing that I do every single day, okay? Listen to music, okay? That's very easy to do as well. And again, depending on the music that you're listening to, if you're feeling in a funk, if you're feeling anxious and you listen to music that is happy and makes you tap your foot and kind of do some of this stuff, it's going to change your disposition and it's going to focus you away from those things that you've been worrying about uh, to something that's good. In fact, I end up chair dancing a lot. Okay, so every morning I, I listen to a little uh, playlist of songs that I like and I actually kind of sit there and chair dance, you know, and do some crazy, you know, I can't really dance, but I do my own little, my own little effort of it. And just by doing that, that little bit of body movement, the auditory, uh, you know, that you're getting from the music changes things significantly. So there's another thing that you can do as well. So again, hopefully, you know, in this first part of the episode, um, you know, I've really kind of talked about how to be a leader, how to show up and be a leader in some of these times that, that we're going through right now, um, how to help kind of take care of yourself as you're going through this, whether you're a leader or not. Just again, some simple things to do in changing your perspective uh, about what's going on in the world. Now, to kind of transition to this, this next little area in the, in the podcast, I'm really excited because guess what, folks? Jamming with Jason has been on the air now for over a year, okay? I, uh, I actually started and uh, consistently from March of 2019, uh, we've issued at least, uh, you know, a new podcast every single week consistently for over a year. Now, that's a feat, okay? And, and, and let me just tell you kind of how important that actually is. There's a lot of people out there that claim to be podcasters or that start a podcast, but the reality is about 80 to 90% of them only record one to maybe five episodes, and that's all they ever do. That, my friends, ain't a podcast. 
a podcast is weekly content coming to you in all different ways. So for example, with Jamming with Jason, you can listen on Apple Podcasts if you want to. You can listen on, on Google Play, on Stitcher, Spotify. I even have it on my YouTube uh, channel and you can access it on my website. Why? Because a podcast is meant to be free and out there for the whole world to consume in how, whichever way you want to do it. So if you want to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, that's how I listen to most of the podcasts I listen to. You can do that. If you want to do it through YouTube, you can do that. If you want to go to my website, you can do that too. The choice is yours, right? And I'm really, really grateful to you and to the thousands of people all over the world each week that are listening to this. You know, when I started this, um, I realized that there was a need to get more free content out to chief audit executives and people in internal audit risk and compliance. There, there were no other podcasts out there that dealt with our profession. And I decided I was going to be a leader and I was going to start it. And it was going to be a little bit different. And I'm going to talk about things that most people are afraid to talk about because the world needs to hear it. So first and foremost, I am so grateful to all of you that listen in each week. Uh, and, and you know, a couple things that you can do to help me with this too. If you're enjoying this, please make sure and share this with your friends. Let your friends and coworkers know about it. This is an opportunity for you to kind of get a little boost each week and actually hear free content that you're not going to hear anyplace else, okay? And I bring in some powerful hitters for the interviews that we do as well. Uh, and so, you know, again, whether it's a solo episode that I'm just talking to you like this one is, uh, or an interview session, I'm going to bring you the best content that I think uh, the, the, the profession of internal auditing needs to hear, and I'm going to keep doing it, okay? I love doing this, and I'm going to keep doing it. Now, another thing you can do, um, if you haven't connected with me on LinkedIn, send me a connection request. Now, what I'm going to ask you to do, because I get a lot of random people trying to sell me stuff, so I have to ignore most of the connections. So if you're listening to this, connect with me, but send me a personal request and say, Jason, I love listening to the podcast, want to connect, and I will connect with you. In fact, I will direct message with you, okay? When you contact me and, and connect with me on LinkedIn, it's actually me on the other side. So again, if you want to have some of that connection, there's a way that you can do it. Now, another thing you can do is if you listen on the different podcast networks or uh, publishing uh, groups like Apple or Google, leave me a review as well. The more people that leave a review and actually leave, uh, you know, written comments, it goes up in the search results. And so more and more people uh, will actually uh, be able to see uh, th this when they're searching for uh, podcasts as well. So make sure to get the word out there, uh, because like I said, I'm really proud of the fact that I have consistently showed up as a leader for you for over a year of brand new content each week. And I'm not going to stop, folks. I'm going to keep doing it because I'm going to keep jamming with my friends all over the world. 
Now, with that, I, I wanted to kind of end with another another point just to make to you about um, leadership in chaotic times. Because, you know, sometimes what ends up happening is some people will try to step forward as a leader during chaotic times. And what you find is, you know, they end up kind of copying what other people are doing or they end up trying to instill fear in other people. And as I talked to you about that at the beginning, you know, remember that a leader does not try to instill fear in people. They are motivating, <clears throat> they're inspiring, they're not trying to do that. And a real leader doesn't just copy what other people are doing. You know, I've been a thought leader in, in, in the internal audit GRC space for many, many years, okay? And a thought leader, you know, the, <laughs> the, the, the funny and hard thing about that is that I end up saying things that challenge the traditional way that we've been doing things. Sometimes that makes people a little bit nervous. In fact, I don't get invited to certain things because I think certain people are afraid of what might come out of my mouth. Uh, because, you know, again, a thought leader and someone who is out leading is taking some of this information, they're looking and they're seeing what is coming. And they're trying to help make change to that. Uh, and sometimes, again, remember I told you to begin with, anytime that something is, is change, it feels a little uncomfortable for most of us. And a lot of people are afraid of change. And in our profession especially, we're pretty risk averse folks, okay? And so a lot of people in our profession are scared of anything that isn't what we've already been doing in the past. But as I've told you many times before, I can see what is coming. And I know that traditional internal auditing is not going to be a value add service and it is not going to be able to continue unless we start to do some things different as a profession. That's one of the reasons, again, why I'm bringing you this Jamming with Jason podcast and I'm doing a lot of the other things that I am doing. Now, I, I wanna make sure that you realize as well, because as I told you, sometimes there's gonna be people who set themselves up as leaders and pretend to be leaders but you need to understand a little bit about the people that you see as leaders. And so I wanted to take just a, just a few minutes here uh, to let you know a little bit more about me in a full transparency kind of way, okay? Because I know that I'm a little bit different than other people. I know that I'm unique. And because I'm unique, I can add a certain perspective and value to the world because I see things differently than most people actually do. Okay, you know, I've served as a chief audit executive. I've been a chief risk officer, chief ethics and compliance officer. I was in charge of information security. I've got all kinds of, you know, certificates and, and three letter acronyms behind my name. I've got advanced degrees. I've got all that kind of stuff, right? But I'm a real human being. I'm a normal guy. I am not those things, even though I've had different experiences. But because I've had the different experiences and because I am a lifelong learner, I have constantly been doing things outside of my profession as well. 
I've been studying, as I told you, psychology and, and neurobi neurobiology stuff for about 20, 25 years. Most internal auditors don't study that stuff, right? You know, I've actually, you know, gone through a lot of life experiences. <clears throat> you tell me something you're going through, chances are I've lived through it myself already. Okay. Um, I've, I've been trained and coached by some of the biggest names in the world. You know, Brian Tracy, Jack Canfield, Jim Fortin, you know, just to put out a few names, because I actually understand how people transform their lives, how to coach people. And I've worked with some of these top coaches myself on how to change myself and how to help others change. You know, I'm friends with some of the biggest, uh, you know, speakers in the world and, and different, you know, therapists and top coaches around the world. CEOs of other major online companies. And so I see a lot of different perspective. And what I do that is different than most other people is I can draw the lines between what I'm seeing outside in the world and how it's affecting our profession. Okay, I've told you, I've told you before, I saw, I didn't know it was going to be called coronavirus, but I've been telling you for a while that there will be an event coming that is going to have these kinds of impacts. Uh, I didn't know how great the impact was going to be, but I knew that there was some things that were going to be coming because not only of what I know from a risk management perspective, but what I'm seeing out there in the world as well. So again, because of that folks, I'm, I'm giving you a different perspective than you can get anywhere else. But I want you to realize I'm a normal guy. I've got a lot of experience. I've read a lot of stuff, but I'm still a normal human being, just like all of you are. I make mistakes, you know? And in fact, even though all those fancy jobs that I had and I've told you about before, at some point I was cleaning toilets, okay? I used to do janitorial work. Uh, I used to literally clean toilets to make money. Uh, you know, I've, I've been I've done gardening work, uh, you know, out mowing people's lawns. I was in construction for many, many years, you know, helped run a construction company. I was a realtor. I've done all kinds of things, folks, and I'm a normal human being as well. Um, and so I want you to know that because, again, in times, especially like now, there's going to be people that are going to step up and they're going to pretend to be leaders. And so you need to understand a little bit more about them. I've tried to tell you a little bit more about me. If you've got other questions, ask me. I'm happy to tell you. But I want to be fully transparent with you on who I am and kind of wh what, I'm, what I'm doing, right? I'm trying to serve our profession and give people lots of value, okay? Now, as, just to kind of give you an example, right? Um, so, so, so focus on or, or kind of realize uh, and, and get to know who some of these people are before you just start blindly following them, okay? Um, but as an example, like I told you before, right? You know, I started my podcast in March of 2019. Now, there was nothing else out there like this at all. Interestingly enough, an organization started what they called a quote-unquote podcast in May of 2019, a couple months later. Okay. 
kind of watch the website for a while. It's only available on the website. Again, as I told you, that's not really a podcast. If it just has some audio on a, on a website someplace that you can't even really find. Uh, I kind of monitored it for a little while and noticed that there were only a couple of episodes, just like everything that I was telling you before about most people, you know, they, they do it a couple times and then they give up because they don't have the commitment and they're not really a leader. Now, the reason I bring this up is because I kind of stumbled upon that website again just recently. And it's amazing that, you know, months and months and months would go by six, nine months. Now, all of a sudden, if you look at the website, it looks like there's been content that has been issued every single month. Funny, because they never updated the website. So anyway, you're all auditors. I'm giving you some information. But again, you know, beware. I'm the real deal, folks. I'm going to be here. I'm going to continue to be here. And I'm going to keep tooting the horn on trying to help our internal audit profession and help chief audit executives. In fact, probably this next year, I'm going to start doing two episodes a week because I like doing it, you know, as soon as I hire some more people so that I can free up a little bit more of my time to be able to develop more content, I'm gonna keep coming at you. Because as I said, I love what I do and I love helping you. And I love it, you know, when, when you reach out to me and tell me, you know, how much you enjoyed the podcast, uh, how much it's helped you, that really means a lot to me. That's why I'm doing this. You know, I'm not making any money off the podcast, folks. I'm trying to get as much free content out there for people as I can. You know, I do help people for, for money, but, but most of the content that I'm providing out there, you know, to a lot of people is free because I want you to benefit. I want you to get those technical and soft skills that you need to be able to have an amazing life. That's why I'm here, okay? And so again, in these times of crisis, just be aware of people that kind of copy what other leaders do. Because, you know, my friends, uh, uh, would you rather have, at least I know for me, I would much rather have an original Louis Vuitton product or an original Rolex product than I would a copy, right? There's nothing uh, like the original. And so, you know, again, my, my kind of two cents went a little bit uh, of a different way because again, I just want you to be aware that especially in chaotic times, there will, people, there will be people that will step forward and try to pretend to be leaders. Do your due diligence, look at who they are, look at what they've done, look at how consistent they really are. Because if they're not consistent and they haven't been in this for the long run, there's a good chance they're not really a leader and they're gonna end up petering out just like most other copycats do. So with that, let me kind of wrap up because again, you know, we are living in some chaotic times right now, but my friends, things are gonna get better. I promise they're gonna get better. And if we can focus in and actually be leaders to our family, to our friends, uh, to the people at work that we have, uh, you know, we can get through this. You know, remember, leaders are there to help. They're there to try to calm people down, reduce some of the fear, get things back to normal as, as, as possible, as quickly as possible, help people manage through the change so that we can get to the next normal. You know, some things that you can do again, 
you know, to reduce some of your anxiety, to be able to help imp improve your battery life, if you will, and stay strong during this time, whether you're a leader or not, you know, talk to people, talk to somebody, you know, express your feelings, get things out there, get some coaching if you need it. You know, take time to breathe and meditate, listen to music, you know, dance, be kind of crazy a little bit. It's going to help you feel a lot better. And again, don't focus on the negative side of events like this. Try to focus as much as you can on the positive. Be grateful for the time that you have to be able to take more time to read, to spend more time with your friends and family, uh, you know, to be able to, you know, listen and learn during this time as well. It's a great opportunity and, and, and what you gain during this little bit of downtime are some of those lifelong learning things that will help you throughout the rest of your career. In fact, if you take some of the time now to do some of the training and learning while everybody else is just kind of sitting on the back, when things open up, you're already going to be ahead of everybody else who just sat back on their couch and watched Netflix for a month. Okay, so take some time to do that. It will benefit you not only now in your mindset and the way you feel, but it will also help catapult you forward uh, as we come out of this crisis time. And we will. We always have. We always will. Uh, and uh, just remember that, my friends. Have faith, stay strong, and stay safe. And I'll talk to you next week on Jamming with Jason. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Jamming with Jason. Keep on rocking in the audit world. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you later on the next show. If you'd like to earn continuing professional education for listening to today's episode, head on over to C-Risk Academy at ondemand.criskacademy.com. And that's C as in the letter C, riskacademy.com. Not only do you get a CPE certificate, but you also will have access to the video version of today's show. The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.